This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. A whole dream team of experts here to answer your questions or just to yap. Just want to talk about your pet? They don't have to be sick to call us. You can call us just to say, hey, I love my pet. I love it when they lick me all over my face. Uh, especially after they ate a big cat poopy. Yeah. Ooh, that's so gross. <laughs> oh, nice, Judy. Yeah. Nice. The ladybug did this. Oh, yeah. la- you didn't tell me because she... Because I know she, I don't. Whoa, 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 whoa. She, she ate a cat poopy before she licked me? I forgot to tell you that part, didn't I? Oh, Bobby, you see what I have to live with? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Kitty Roca. You know what else I have to live with is the temptation... I- the temptation. There's a lot of temptation in the life of, well, my life pretty much because I'm looking at uh-huh. all the prizes in the summer giveaway. I know. I don't know why they're Did in your office. Did we score? Well, yeah. not, they're or protecting what? them. You're protecting, protecting them? Protecting them in my yeah. office is I what's happening. We've there. got some nice, nice stuff that we're spiffing people. I just wish I was edgeable. Well, you know, I'm a big fanatic about cleaning with all the animals around here in the studio. I want one of those uh, Pet vac cleaners. Why don't we just shut down this contest and split up all the merchandise? <laughs> what do you say about that? It's called Bayola Hell. You can't yeah. do that because you would. No. You would. Wouldn't you like some Disney stuff? We have Disney stuff for you, Bobby. Take all the Disney stuff. Yeah, she could be bought. I, could, her I to want the, the Disney stuff. Animal Kingdom, one of the four theme parks. <gasps> I yeah. would love that. I have not yet been to Disney's Animal Kingdom in Florida. What about that? Totally send me there, Hal. That G4 swag with the plush dolls and the parachute. Uh, <laughs> and the parachutes, yeah, those are cute. I want one of those. Okay. Please, please, please. Sorry, the please. summer giveaway has uh, been officially <laughs> shut down uh, for 2009. Because <laughs> we snaked it all. We have no more prizes. Yeah. Hey, if you want to get qualified for this, do it before September 30th or before we decide to you know, just divvy up the hey. prizes. Head uh-huh. on over to AnimalRadio.com. And before the show, the before before the end of the show today, we'll give you a chance to call one 405 8405 and get qualified. For Animal Radio Summer Giveaway, we want to thank Celestron, Disney, Pixar, Litter Robot. Bissell. Uh, Bissell. Bissell. What are you working on over there, girlfriend? We got a bolo out in Florida. Bolo? What's a for it? Bolo? I love having to explain cop talk to you, Hal Bolo. Be on the lookout for a little chihuahua puppy with pink earrings. I got the details coming up in the news. Yeah, yeah. she's such a technological yes, geek. She, she has little scanners and she has the pager. She she has a, like a, a belt full of electronics around her. She stays connected. She, she really is. It's fun here. to listen to. Yeah. And she's part of a, a dream team that we have here. Of course, we have Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vlad, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, I, wanna, I would like to make you a compliment. You always say, world famous. World Russian famous, dog. yes. Yeah, that, that's what it is, you know. Of course. Uh, because, because, yes, yes. Because, uh, you know, uh, I do train dogs all around the world and got the great achievements and was honored many times all over the world. Well, you started in Russia, Russia, of course. A lot of people yes. think... This is, is this a Michigan accent or a Russian accent that you have? <laughs> sometimes I'm too funny, sometimes not. Sometimes overboard, sometimes underboard. But, uh, you know, the thing is, when I say 
people listen because uh, you know I uh, share with I'm here not to teach I'm here to to share my international wisdom and working in five countries around the world yes I originally came from Russia where I trained dog for Russian intelligence service for KGB paratroopers dogs I was a national champion in Russian schutzen and after I moved to Michigan where I worked 10 years I became big celebrity back there and uh, that's why I have a little bit Michigan accent now I'm working in uh, in uh, uh, not Los Angeles I'm working in Orange County mostly uh, and the people all over Orange County already know me as a matter of fact okay so if you want to talk to anyone on the dream team tee up your phones right now and call one 405 Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims, Bobby, we're all here for you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live green is best for you, your family, and that includes your pets. It's Animal Radio. I don't know about you, Bobby. The music sounds awfully loud in my headphones today. It's because you're old, Hal. Why don't you go out front and yell at those little kids to get off your lawn? Oh, get off my lawn, you. (laughs) It's Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. Judy's screening calls now for Dr. Debbie and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinnie Penn joining us in just a few minutes, as well as animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims. And uh, we're going to get you qualified for the big Animal Radio Summer Giveaway. And this week we add Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Lots of... We've, we've been sampling it over the week. I'll be honest with you. We want to sample everything we give away. You better hurry with those giveaways. It's, we have a cone we'll give away. We'll put that into the uh, summer. No, we have lots of ice cream to give away from Hog and Dawson. What do you got coming up what? in the news, Bobby? We are hearing now from the ASPCA and what they have to say about a certain NFL quarterback's return hmm. to the gridiron and what is behind their refusal to help his PR machine. That's coming up in the news. I see you won't even mention his name anymore. You're so disgusted. I just like to call him something. Well, we'll get beeped. And uh, I do have one of my Twitter followers who loves when I get beeped. We, you know, the affiliates shudder, and I don't want to. I don't want to give them any medical problems. I understand. <laughs> we go to Steve. Hey, Steve, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Good. How can we help you today? Quick question. I've got a German Shepherd Chow, uh, female. She's about eight years, uh, going on nine years old. She's got this bizarre habit that when we leave her at home, she loves to go for a car ride. She's the, our kids have actually watched her do this. She'll jump on the back of the sofa, and the way they decide is it's almost she'll dive into the sofa, and she'll knock all the cushions off. Ooh. It's almost mm. like a temper tantrum. She doesn't destroy anything. She just kind of goes to these little fits if she doesn't get to go with you know mom and dad. That um, And we're just trying to figure out, after a while, it just gets kind of annoying. <laughs> oh, sure, <laughs> She'll do it yeah. to both the sofa and the love seat. Sure. She'd also take the loaf of bread and, and leave it on our bed. We we'll open it up, but we figured you know, we'll just put it up out of her reach. But the main thing is, oh yeah, she's real quirky mud. Um, but uh, the main thing is the sofa, love seat. She just strands cushion everywhere. And this happens when the children are actually in the home. Oh, so, sometimes the kids will be upstairs, and they'll she'll hear me leave or my wife and I leave, 
and then she just kind of goes crazy on the on those two things. Mm-hmm. And there are good sofa and love seat that she'll only just do it to that one set of okay. furniture. <laughs> All righty. Well, th- this is probably not a quick answer, but a couple of the basic things that I'd say we're going to need to really focus on with her um, is that we need to teach her independence. We need to teach her how to sit calmly and reward relaxation. And I'm going to ask you then, we're going to kind of retrain your departures when you are leaving. We need to change how you behave. Those three basic things are going to be how I would advise to deal with this because first and foremost, we don't want her to be so dependent on you and your wife that your presence is like the biggest thing in her day. Um, It may make us feel good, but um, as far as for dogs, we need to teach her how to be independent and how when you are gone, that she doesn't feel like everything has kind of deflated out of her life. So that means that we want to actually teach her things to do on her own, Um, interactive toys. Um, I find a lot of times we give a dog something to do, some kind of play activity, uh, fly ball, you know, fetch, um, going to dog parks. It really gives them something helps kind of expend that energy, brings down their anxiety level when they are faced with a situation like this. Yeah, we take her outside and we let her run through the park, and she loves to be with the kids. Like She spends actually more time with them when, when we're home, but she'll even mm-hmm. hear my keys rattle, and she's right at the front. She's right at the door just looking at me like she's ready to go. Exactly. And and that's where we're going to have to change some of these things because we want her to, before you even start changing some of these cues that you do before you leave, we need to teach her how to relax and calm. And a common problem when dogs do this is sometimes we unknowingly amp things up. So we make them more excited. And a perfect example of this is when you actually return to the home. What what do most people do when you come home from a hard day at work and you come home? You greet your dog. You get all excited. Oh, it's so good to see you. That is actually kind of the opposite end of these kind of separation anxiety problems. You're actually teaching her that you coming back is a big, exciting deal, and we we have to be ready for that in the converse situation. So when you leave, she's expecting she needs to get all excited in that same way. So when you have your comings and goings in the home, we want those to be low-key events, very calm events, and we want to practice calm behaviors, teach her to sit, stay down in a position. That has to be something you continually reward every day, every day, give her praise. Yeah. Only when she's doing calm things. Yeah, because I'm also self-employed, so sometimes I don't get home. I'll leave like at 7 in the morning and not get home until 8, 9 o'clock at night. So I usually spend time more with the kids. But when we do take her for you know, for a ride in the car or something like that, it's only probably like once or twice a month. We've really cut down trying to you know, back off and take her for, with us when we go somewhere. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't care if she goes for a car ride with you. <laughs> I'm not opposed to that. But but we are going to need to kind of retrain it. You know, you mentioned your jingling of your keys and that. Um, all of those things, we're working up to something. So we're going to teach her how to be calm and quiet and teach her a spot to sit down and be quiet. And when she does practice those calm behaviors, then we're going to start have you doing things. So we're going to have you shake your keys, put your coat on, put your shoes on, and then sit right back down and not do anything. We practice those departure cues, and we teach her that, you know, Every time I leave, it's not going to be, or every time I do these things, I'm not actually going to be leaving. So you kind of desensitize her to those kind of subtle cues of your departure. With time, all of those things can work. And, and if it doesn't, some dogs, we actually will use some um, behavior modifi- modifying medications for separation-related anxiety. But the first part I start is just retraining the humans in the household in how we relate to our dogs with these exciting situations. Because face it, 
dogs love people. We love our dogs, and it is a very exciting situation. So we have to kind of bring that down a little bit to reality. This is Dr. Debbie. If you have a health question for your pet or a behavior question, I am here today doing double duty. Give us a call, 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by... One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Cowardly canines are being taught to face their fears at a self-confidence course designed to bring out their inner wolf. The course, which was a huge success in Austria, was developed by animal behavior expert Marion Prutch. She said she designed the inner wolf course to make dogs more secure, not aggressive. She added that self-confident dogs rarely bite and are more fun to be around. Prutch said that some breeds of dog were naturally more nervous than others, including, surprisingly, the Doberman, Dalmatians, and Border Collies. The most self-confident are the Irish Wolfhounds, but they're also the biggest. No word if anyone is working on a cat course to bring out the inner tiger, but that might have something to do with most cats not having a self-confidence issue. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Sorry, I took my vitamins before the show, so you may be in trouble. Yeah, I had some sugar, so I'm really in trouble. Yeah, I brought donuts in today. Yeah. Sugar high. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm out of sorts. What do you got coming up in the news? Here, have a donut. You want a donut? Donuts. Thank you very much. Well, you remember just a couple weeks ago we talked with Dr. Melinda Merck from, oh, yes, the, from the ASPCA. Veterinary Forensics Crime Scene Investigations Place. I got news coming up on what is going on with them and some CSI doggy style. And I mean that in a canine way, not connubial. A what? Get your dictionary. What? I read a book. I can conjugate. (laughs) This is Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
kiddo-friendly magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Phyto-Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Phyto-Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And of course, don't forget your dream team of experts. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. With your dog behavior questions. He's putting together his drink right now. So yes, he is. That takes a while. It does. It's That's so weird. <laughs> Concoction. Uh, it is. And, of course, we have Dr. Debbie answering your medical questions. She just has a little bit of a caffeine problem. Is that, is that what you I got? do. Yeah. Just a <laughs> I just slide my uh, diet Pepsi one over here, and I'm just all over she it. She admits <laughs> it. And uh, we like that when you, you can admit it. Of course, we have Vinny Penn. Who admits everything on the way with his satirical slant on the pet world? Uh, Joy Turner, animal communicator. We're looking for your unusual pet names, and we have goodies for you. We have little prizes. What was that? Yeah, what was that? Valuable prizes. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. News director Bobby Hill on the way with a story saying that we can actually communicate with our pets and what they're saying actually translates to English. I think that's what she's saying. Boy, we're working overtime here at Animal Radio. First, let's take care of business with the world-famous Russian dog wizard. That, of course, is Vladi. Vladi's here. Hello, everyone. Hello, Judy. Hello, Hale. This is Vladi reporting. Are you ready for the best show on Animal Radio for the Vladi guys. I am. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay. Okay, be careful what you wish for, because it's coming. It's a rough world out there, son. It's dog eat dog. All right, you ready? Ah. Please listen. Now, your host on Animal Radio, Vlade, the Russian dog wizard, the man behind the system and the phenomenon of the dog world. He's widely known as an international star in the dog training field. The former KGB dog trainer, Vlade, can turn the most notorious canines from around the world into loving companions. When Vlade speaks... Everyone listens. Hello, everyone, and this is the Vladi, and I'm receiving a lot of calls and emails from the people asking me, Vladi, are you real? This is so hilarious, and such and such. I would like to tell you, my friends, I'm also a very serious dog trainer, and yes, I do like to combine it with entertainment. People call me infotainer, which is information and entertainment together, but I do serious business, and I'm specialized in the lost cases. I am the former Red Army and KGB Soviet intelligence agencies, as you know, canine trainer. I have traveled all over the world training the most unruly canine with the great success using my one-of-the-kind method, which I derived from uh, my mute and absolutely death dog trainer mentor from Moscow. Guys, have you heard about the American expression um, like a sheep in the wolf's clothes? Uh-huh. Yes. So my, my me- first mentor was uh, the human in the dog's clothes. Ooh. Uh, oh. So 
So that's what it is, and it's a very, very serious. And another part of the question is uh, people enjoying when I talk not just about the dogs, I talk about another subject in correlation, and they ask me why. And uh, you know what? I feel myself I qu- highly qualified. Uh, I never shared it with you, but I have uh, my education as far as interest is very broadcast, bro- bro- very broad, not broadcast, broad, broad wide. I have a couple of master's degrees in different fields, and some of them in politics, science, and art of economics as well. So I do see the humans as the dogs. I do see, no matter where we live, in American democratical society, so-called, or in the pack of hyenas, the rules of the pack is ruling our pack. You know, my wife was one of my successful, most of successful um, students, and the teacher as well. My wife Antonina, early in our marriage, momentarily showed to me where the boundary, where my, where my fence line is. <laughs> she, she always was the top alpha female, as we call. Yeah, as the alpha bitch. And she told me, uh, Vladi, you know what? As soon, as soon as we get married and we lived in her apartment, and her apartment was a little bit bigger than the typical American two-door crate back in Soviet Union. But she said to me, listen, Vladi, this is the my crate, and you have to follow the rules which I established in this household. It means no girls come home in the right time and so on. And if you follow the rules, you will be treated as the top man, you will have top sex and you will have top life. And if not, you will be kicked out of my crate with the speed of Russian satellite guided missile. <laughs> you know, and she always was that way. Right now she's working in California and she, she momentarily showed to everyone their fence line, f- fence line too. And uh, this is the great. And uh, c- females are my clientele. And I always tell them, and uh, you know, the only way for succeed uh, in this country for female, they need to be assertive, they need to be bitchy, because nice girl never gets the spacious den. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Randy. Hey, Randy, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How y'all doing? Very good. Where are you calling from? Well, I'm coming into Los Angeles, California, driving a big truck. Another trucker. You travel with your dog? Yes, sir. Okay. Please don't call me, sir. That's my dad. Or you can call Vlade, sir. I know I have to salute and call him Sir Vladinator all the time. That's what... That, Vladinator. Vladinator. That's going to be my that. new nickname. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris. It's, it's Randy. I'm yep. sorry. Randy, go ahead. Okay. What I've got is a four or four and a half year old Sheltie. Okay. Right. Sh- Sheltie. Right. Yes, sir. Sheltie is a, uh, let me tell you, if the dog is like this, she can, you know, running all day long in the field, come back to you, or run all all day long in your backyard and come back to you and say, <laughs> what we're going to do next, you know? And after barking and chasing someone through the fence or somebody knocking your door and she's barking like a Russian AK-47 downtown Beirut, is it your dog? Yes, I see it. Okay, so go ahead. What is your question? I know the answer. I have a, people. I have more answer than you have a questions. Go ahead. Okay. Well, we were listening to your show the other day about uh, the getting uh, dog neutered. Okay. Well, we we done that to him and uh, thought that might slow him down a little bit, but it didn't work. He's okay. pretty aggressive. He's pretty aggressive with people around our truck. You know, he's pretty okay. protective. 
I, I tell you, uh, you know what? You use the uh, you use the bad, not the bad, the wrong texture of the word. She oh, is not too protective. It's okay. She is uh, in possession, uh, okay. in possession of the property which she thinks she's in charge. Listen, Sheltik. They're not the bad dogs at all. It's a, I saw so many people with shelters who claim their dogs are aggressive, but in reality, those dogs just had freedom frustration. Freedom frustration, the way which the dog is developing by chasing someone, you know, like a mailman or somebody who is moving uh, uh, next to its window while the dog is inside of your house or moving next to your truck back and forth, and you allow your dog to bark. So if I were you, what I would do first things in the all. I would stop her from barking at all. How can I do this? I would uh, get a couple of uh, uh, shaking cans, pop cans with their pennies, and I'm going to buy um, bicycle tire inflator, CO2 inflator for 20 bucks from the bicycle shop. And I will equip myself with those two, two tools. And every time when she barks, whatever it's in your backyard or in your house, I will sharply move forward, Toss that object next to her uh, as I make uh, that pop can. Not table, not chairs, please, not bricks. And I will sharply make that noise. Ah, boom, stops it. She stops, good girl. Now, every time when you are next to her or in your truck, I would, I would, I would shoot with this um, tire inflator product, CO2, and it's like, like a snake, like a snake sound. And she, boom. And you say, good girl. So you first think you should stop her from barking at all. That would be, that would basically would be 80% of the problem. Once you did it, after that, open the window a little bit from your truck and let some people, your friends, first she knows. And let me explain you. It's called double conditioning by Russian academic Pavlov. You gotta get, um, uh, some best cookie, preferably cheese or kalbasa which comes from the plastic bag, make the noise. Someone sidewise, not frontwise, sidewise, approaching to your window, to the truck window. And the tossing inside this piece, make the noise and toss inside that kalbasa of the cheese. Turn around, do it again. And do it with the many people. Eventually she will think the people comes in are the good people, not the bad people. So what I suggested to you, use combinative approach. Remember, people, just praising or just punishing is not going to work. You guys in the English has two words, yes and no. We in Russia has two words. Yes, uh, yeah, da, and net. Net, it's a favorite word of President Putin, by the way, when he spoke to the Bush. <laughs> but, yes, net, net, net. So, anyway, this approach would be work really well. But use them in the dramatic way. Sharply correct, sharply praise, and this is not even the problem. Okay, okay. Randy? Okay. Sounds okay, good. it's going to work. Just, you know what, just do it. You know, every time people will have a problem, we have a two choices. Or keep complaining about the problem, which is much easier, or take actions, which is much harder. You know, you're with Vladi, and the Vladi talks, we should listen. Because the Vladi is uh, not in the business to extend any body level of stupidity. Never humans, never talk. It's, it's, it's not bull that for the dog training. What I say, it goes. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. 
Flip the switch, squirt on some gel, and give old Sparky a friendly pat. A few minutes from now, your veterinarian might be able to diagnose a problem with your pet. Increasingly, veterinarians are adding diagnostic ultrasound to their offices as the technology improves. It used to be only used by specialists, but now more general practice veterinarians have the machines. The machine allows your veterinarian to get near instant feedback without hurting the animal. It also allows the doctor to capture the images, which means they can email the footage to a specialist and get a quick second opinion. The devices also use Doppler science, which differentiates blood flow to and from the heart. The operator uses a mouse ball to easily scroll through the options on a computer screen. And just like a human ultrasound, produce images and video clips to get a glimpse inside the body. The ultrasound can help detect those problems that went without warning before. It can also help with kidney, gallbladder, liver, and other abdominal problems. Even equine veterinarians use ultrasound to check inside joints and tendons. So today, don't be surprised if your veterinarian wants to do an ultrasound of your pet's body. It means they're on the leading edge of veterinary science. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Jamie Farr, and you're listening to the Animal Radio Network. And remember to spay and neuter your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The organization that was instrumental in investigating the atrocities of the Michael Vick dogfighting ring has released a statement on the quarterback's reinstatement. Ed Sayers of the ASPCA said Vick's PR reps contacted them just after his release from prison. Sayers said the ASPCA was, quote, the first animal welfare organization given the opportunity to work with Mr. Vick, but immediately turned them down, end quote. The reason, according to Sayers, was the, quote, unique knowledge we had of his indescribable and barbaric acts of animal cruelty. Sayers said he wants to make clear the ASPCA is, quote, simply not convinced that Mr. Vick has demonstrated compassion toward animals as living things or the necessary remorse for his criminal actions against them. Ever since Captain Sully Sullenberger safely landed a jetliner on the Hudson River, passengers are much more aware of the dangers of birds near airports. But airports in California have been taking heat from the State Department of Fish and Game for shooting birds near flight paths. The state Senate recently passed a bill that will allow airport authorities to kill birds that might interfere with air traffic without being cited. The bill, introduced by California State Senator Dave Cox, now heads to Governor Schwarzenegger's desk for signing. And frogs down under just aren't getting as much nookie as they should. A recent report (laughs) done by Melbourne University found that traffic noise is interfering with the sex lives of the urban amphibians. Car noise in Melbourne could be the cause of the decline in frog population numbers since the study began on 100 ponds in the city. The study found the frog's most important component of initiating mating, the croak, is being drowned out by urban noise. The AP story said the the distance potential suitor frog croaks can be carried have been slashed in half by car noise. So that's what's happening. Uh I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. 
I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. This is Animal Radio. Try that flavor. That looks like that. The good stuff. It's all good. Have you ever had bad? No bad such thing. Ice cream? No. Yeah, there's no such thing. This is uh, the caramelized pear, and I've never, Ooh. I've never seen an ice cream that's had a flavor like this, and it's no. absolutely pear delicious. Is good. Good stuff. We're talking about Hagen Dazs ice cream, and I'm trying a little because we're adding them to the to summer giveaway, the Animal Radio Summer Giveaway, with Yay! prizes from Celestron and Bissell, Disney. Uh, world's best cat litter, litter robot, and now we add Hagen Dazs ice, ice cream for the summer Hagen. giveaway. It's perfect. Yeah, and we try everything that we're giving away. Of course, I <laughs> we have to. We yes. wouldn't want to give away. Anything. We've tried the Hagen Dazs a lot more than we've tried anything <laughs> else. Hell, let's be honest. Well, because there's so many different flavors. There's a lot sure, of flavors. Bobby. You got to really make sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're going for quality control, people. We care about you. We got Jake Wall. <laughs> give me the ice cream of marketing. And can- oh. Marketing and community, he's joining us. Boy, you really are a strong Bobby, huh? There it is. Uh-huh. So you're spilling it all over. Thank you. Getting ice cream all over the studio floor. Hey, Jake, how you doing? Great, Hal. Thanks for having me on today. Uh, where are you today? Where are we calling you? Um, I'm actually down in L.A., although I'm usually in San Francisco. But I like to, you know, sort of travel all around the state whenever I can. Well, I noticed that your title is VP of Marketing and Community. I- yep. Emphasis on the community part, because the marketing stuff is what you sort of have to do. Sure, sure. Now, a lot of people ask why we're adding Haagen-Dazs to the summer giveaway. What is the relationship to the animals? And, of course, from the birds to the bees, we love them all. And we're, we're talking a little bit about honeybees today. And I want to know how honeybees and Haagen-Dazs tie together. What's that all about? I'm trying to make the connection. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, Haagen-Dazs brand is, you know, a really interesting brand when it comes, in particular, to the ice cream world. Um, they really strive um, for a natural-based product offering. So, for instance, like the caramelized pear that, that you're uh, enjoying right now mm-hmm. is just a great example where they really try to go out there for, for the natural sweeteners, things like that, really not uh, really avoiding sort of the processed uh, foods route. Um, and with that, um, a majority of the product is really uh, reliant on the honeybee population. Really? You need honeys to pollinate your food. I, I mean, I don't know. This is kind of shocking to me, but honeys are responsible, or honeybees are responsible for over one one-third of the food that we consume on a regular basis. Wow. You mean if we didn't have them, we wouldn't have the food? Yeah, we would, yeah, when it really comes down to it, I mean, and food you wouldn't even think about. Like, sure, okay, you're like, yeah, strawberries, you know, that makes sense. But, but when it comes down to it, almonds, for example... Uh, you know, uh, without honeybees, we wouldn't have almonds. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. many random different things out there that we consume on a regular basis. And uh, 
for about really the last three years, uh, there's been a serious problem. It's called a uh, colony collapse disorder, ECD. Um, and what, what's happening is these honeybees are just really up and disappearing. I mean, literally, one day there might be a hive, a colony set up, and, and literally the next day they've just completely disappeared. Um, and with that uh, goes the population that's pollinating those flowers, those fruits, those vegetables in that general area. Um, and haagen has teamed up with, uh, with UC Davis um, and Penn on the other side of the, the country uh-huh. to really investigate what's going on here and try to combat uh, why this is happening. I mean, and there's a variety of potential causes, and that's the thing. Uh, no one's really sure what's going on 100% right now. Um, so in the meantime, what can we do to yeah. make sure that, that we're sort of, you know, doing anything possible? Um, and, that, and that includes just planting flowers. And I think that's a great example. I mean, you know, Hagen does is like, yeah, we've got to do this research. But at the same point, you know, we know that honeybees love flowers. We know that they love strawberries. We know that they love these things. So let's plant more of them. Now, aren't you doing this uh, kind of social networking thing? And Bobby will understand this. It's a Facebook, Twitter, Flickr thing with pictures of these flowers that we're planting. Yeah, so we mix it up. An experience project, um, and that's you know that's where we come into play. Experience project is an experience-based social network. So you know, Facebook, MySpace. You know, we grew up together. We were friends. Things like that. That's why you connect. LinkedIn. You connect because we work together. But on experience project, you connect because you have similar interests, similar passions. You know, we've been around for about two and a half years now, um, started from a very, very personal need, really around uh, causes um, on the health side in particular, people who needed to find others who have either gone through or are going through the same things uh, to share and connect. And so, you know, that really just creates an awesome passion-based network. And that's really where Haagen-Dazs came to us and said, you know what, you've got passionate people who love to do things. So we've got this cause around the honeybees. Do you think that we, we could do something around this? And we said, you know, absolutely. So where we come in, we offer, you can go to experienceproject.com um, slash help the honeybees. And we'll link to all these websites we're going to be talking about here in just a second. It'll all be at animalradio.com because you also have something else going on. You have the seven-day Go Natural Challenge. Absolutely. And so, I like misunderstood that, Jake. I looked at that and read, read that as I get to eat Haagen-Dazs for seven days. <laughs> I can totally do this challenge. Yes. Yeah, and you know what? You totally can because Haagen-Dazs is one of the few all-natural ice cream. You know, it's again. Spoons for everyone. Let's go. Um, but you do that for seven days. It's really interesting. Hagen Dazs has backed this up. What they really want to say is that okay, you're aware of the problem, but you know we all have more to give than money, right? I mean, it's it's a recession. We all know this, and we found this from our users. They want to do things, um, and honestly, opening your pocketbook can be a struggle at this point. But hey, if I go out there and I plant a flower, it's nice to know that I'm making a difference. And Hagen Dazs wants to support that by you know allowing you to enter into this contest. Spread the word. Get awareness out there. Get other people planting flowers. Post that picture. Get comments. And, you know, without those honeybees, there goes a third of the food we eat. You won't be able to explain to your kids and grandchildren the birds and the bees because they won't know what bees are, (laughs) frankly. That's right. Yeah, and, and that's a shame when it really comes down to it. Jake, we appreciate your time today. Of course, we will link to everything all at AnimalRadio.com. Jake Wall joining us, VP of Marketing and Community. Thanks so much. Welcome, Hagen Dot, to the Animal Radio Summer Giveaway. We hey, have- thanks so much, guys. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thanks, Jake. More Animal Radio on the way.
Vinny Penn, your party animal, coming at you, the party animal segment. want to talk to you about a little something called dog sitting. Girlfriend of mine is in town this summer. Uh, she gave me a new number to call her at. I said, oh, you're not staying with your folks? And she said, well, no, I'm dog sitting for the summer. I'm like, what do you mean dog sitting? Well, my friends went away. I'm staying in there. Well, you're house sitting then, I said to her. You're house sitting. And she's like, well, no, actually, I'm here for the dog. The dog is the priority. I'm like, so if the house is burning down, you run in, you save the dog, you don't run back in for anything else? The house is, a, the dog is the number one priority? Are you going back in maybe for, you know, some documents, uh, some trophies? Uh, you know, house sitting, the people who live there, one of the guys is a doctor. Are you going in for any of his degrees on the walls or, any, or is it just the dog? She's like, Vinny. Stop ranting and raving. Stop, stop being the party animal. I'm sitting for the dog. And I said, well, why don't you just bring the dog to your house? Unacceptable by the owners. Dog needs to stay in its environment. And I'm like, well, what if that environment burns down, as we just discussed? She's like, listen, I take the dog sitting very seriously. And I said, are you being paid for the dog sitting? She's like, no, Vinny, they're friends. And herein came the best part. And I said, so all day long, you're just going to sit around and take care of this dog, take this dog for what? She's like, well, I love the dog. And I'm like, well, of course, I get that. We're all dog lovers. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to swim in the pool. And that's when I really decided, folks, and for my girlfriend, Doreen, who's listening, you're not dog sitting. And no, you're not house sitting. But you are, my dear, pool sitting. This is Animal Radio. Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets, and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070. Or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Hi, this is Bill Maher. Every year, millions of animals wander away from home, and tragically, most are never reunited with their family. Now there's a way to help a stray animal find its way home. It's called Pets 911. Simply call 1-888-PETS-911 and do your part to help ensure a better future for our animal friends. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. Animal Radio, 
celebrating our connection with our pets. Turn the air conditioning down a bit there. Just a little, yeah. You're Cut a little class. cold. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know about you over there, Bobby. You're, you're barely wearing anything, but that's pretty normal for you. I like it when it's a little bit chilly. A little bit chilly in the room. Yeah. It, uh, not, like, not like cold enough to hang meat. No, but, but uh, to keep you awake. Brisk. Yes. Like yes, because I do have a tendency to fall asleep during the newscast. Thanks for pointing that out, Hal. <laughs> hey, listen, we got Dr. Debbie. She's answering your vet medical questions. Vlade answering your, uh, well, you know, your, your dog behavior questions and whatever else he can get his hands on. Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims all on the way. one 405 8405 It's toll free. That's the same number you'll call. Uh, sometime before the end of the show, we'll ask you to give us a call to get qualified for the summer giveaway, which includes great gifts being drawn at the end of September. And uh, you can pick up gifts from Celestron, including spotting scopes and binoculars. Ooh. From Bissell, some deep cleaning pet vacs. And from mm-hmm. Disney, up in G-Force goodies. Passes to Disney's Animal Kingdom theme parks. Litter robot. Uh, world's best kitty litter. They uh, Excuse me, world's best cat litter. Last week, they upped the ante with premium litter for your feline friend. A year supply nice. of this stuff. Wow. Yes. Nice. And this week, we add haagen ice cream. We're actually going to be ice speaking cream. to them. <laughs> got to love Ooh. ice cream. I just wish I was edgeable. I'm thinking if I wanted any one of this stuff here, I'd want one of each. But I'm really liking this spotting scope from Celestron. You have your eye on that. You yeah. Stay out of that. What are you going to do with it, Hal? Don't open it. A bird watching. How far away are the nearest neighbors, Judy? <laughs> Hummingbird in the tree. <laughs> A lot of goodies up for the summer giveaway. And there's easy ways to qualify. You can do it yourself five times daily at the website at animalradio.com. And uh, up to up to September 30th. Also, we'll get you qualified over the phone today. Lots of good swag, as you say. And what was your definition of swag last week? Swag is is booty. Booty. And I mean that in a <laughs> like it was stolen <laughs> prize sort of way, yeah. not a sexual sort of way. Yeah, it comes it... from the old pirate of booty and swag. No, the company actually gave us this stuff. We didn't didn't have to steal. Sure, it. they did. Hell, that'd be my story too on the air. I'd, I'm sticking stick to it. If I were you. Hi, who's this? Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. How you doing? I'm not too bad. This is John. I am in uh, somewhere in Minnesota. I'm in a truck. You're not. Anyway, being, want... you're a truck driver. You're not being held uh, captive or, or hostage or anything, right? Negative. Okay. How can we help you today? Um, I just wanted to point out there's a difference between swag and swag. Oh yes, Bobby said that swag was stolen merchandise. Is that swag? What's the difference? Swag. Uh, as I understand it, is stolen merchandise, or the modern version is, you know, stuff. Uh, the definition that you said before, uh, swag has a different connotation to it. Um, you would have to run in certain circles to understand that, but I have friends that run in these circles, and apparently it's um, low-quality marijuana. Low quality. Okay, let me point out that there's no low-quality marijuana in the uh, summer giveaway. And that all of the merchandise is not stolen. We do have receipts for it all. It's all on the level, okay? So, Bobby, you're going to have to quit with the whole swag thing, okay? Sir, we thank you. Thank you for your call today. You're welcome. Besides, if we were going to give away marijuana... It would be high quality. (laughs) You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Animal Radio.
Last week, we heard the story of a dog that started a fire just because he wanted to get a hold of the pizza on the counter. Uh-oh. Blamed it on the dog, that fire there. Oh, <laughs> well, we all blame it on the dog, whether it's something as benign as hmm, passing gas, perhaps. <laughs> oh, the dog did it. Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you about a story that Bobby's working on. This was blamed on the cat. Yes. Apparently... A gentleman uh, was charged with possession of child pornography. On his computer. And has blamed it on the cat. Wait a minute. He just left the room for a minute. That's just the tip of the story, Mm -hmm. the tip of the iceberg. Bobby has it all in just a few minutes. So if you blame it on the dog, you'll want to hear this one. 1-866-405-8405. Judy, should we go to wine? They're all, it's unbelievable. Some weekends, it's feast or famine around here. All the lines lit up today. Go to line two. Line two and Matt. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. How are you doing? Good. Where are you? Good. I am actually out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, sounds lovely. Well, you're on with Dr. Debbie. I hope we can help you. Well, I, I hope you can, too. Um, I have <laughs> an 11, 11-year-old Malty Poo. Uh, she, she was my first kid. Uh, I actually had her before I was even married. Uh, and she's an old girl now. Um, and actually, um, my ex-wife had her, and I just got her back because she's getting a little bit too much to take care of. Um, she has advanced Cushing's disease. Um, okay. We we looked at getting the treatment, and she's just at the point where I mean she's old and older, and we just with the expense and and all of the the side effects, we decided not to go that route. Um, but she seems very spry and spunky. Uh, she she came to live here uh, with me. I've got also a Sharpay and a, uh, uh, a Jack Russell, and they all get along great, uh, and they're all doing wonderful. But um, long story short, I was trying to find out. What I should feed her. Um, I've read a whole bunch about giving dogs with Cushing's for the cortisol, high protein, low carb. So I've got her rotisserie chicken, but I didn't know if that's enough, if I should be supplementing something else in her diet as well. So that's my question. Okay, good question. And we're talking Cushing's disease, which is an adrenal gland problem where the adrenal glands pump out too much of the body's cortisone hormone, the kind of fight or flight hormone. So in dogs that have this, there's also a lot of other consequences that come up, and um, it can be a disease, as you mentioned, that can be a little challenging and sometimes costly to deal with. Although, I would have to say, I might send you back to your veterinarian and ask them about a medicine called Trilistane. Um, doesn't have quite the side effects as some of the other former treatments of this disease, and I find it, it does, a lot of pets do wonderfully with that. Um, and, and that might be something that um, less side effects, less cost, make her feel better, and hopefully kind of treat some of these issues that you're going to be having along the way. Because Cushing's disease, we are going to see problems. We're going to see problems with the kidneys, very likely. We can sometimes see pets become diabetic, and we can see problems with the lungs. Um, There's So there's a lot of other secondary issues that can kind of come up. So maybe a nutritional recommendation could be a bit difficult in this case, because um, we kind of need to know what these other problems are. If we have a pet that has Cushing's and a kidney problem, I'm going to recommend actually a little different type approach than say a pet who has Cushing's and has high fats in their blood or high triglycerides. And in those situations, we're going to actually recommend a diet that's higher in fiber and lower in fat. So 
it is a tough recommendation in general. Um, the most important thing is we want to keep her plane of nutrition sound. Um, so we want her eating reliably. Um, and, and I'm definitely for keeping the protein levels up unless we've really got some other issues with the kidneys or some other um, ongoing problems there. So we might need to have some a little bit more information here. Did you have some basic labs done with her? We had the labs um, uh, done, and, and I apologize, I don't have them in front of me, but she, so I, I couldn't tell you exactly the details of it. Other than what they say, um, other than the symptoms that she's having, uh, she is doing the usual drinking a ton of water. Um, mm-hmm. She's got a very basketball-like appearance. She's a little thing, so she's got a very round appearance to her. She's got the, the gas that goes along with it as well. But outside of that, she hasn't had any itching. She's not having um, any weakness that I can tell. I mean, other than she's carrying more weight to her. But she, we haven't seen any kidney problems that I know of. Um, okay. the, the, the two vets that we saw and then the specialist said that so far, you know, it's, it's advanced in the point of, of the disease or whatever, um, of the effect of it. But she doesn't seem to be having any other kind of real outside issues right now that I know of. Good. Good. So, I mean, I'm just going to kind of walk that middle line here and say that I don't see any problem with just a good senior diet at this point. Okay. And then unless, you know, and then maybe I'll just ask you to pick up that phone, call your vet and say, hey, what's her blood triglycerides like? Vets love that one. Say, you know, hey, I got a question. Tell me exactly what's on the blood work. They love it. Um, So, but that might be, you know, just become informed on that and and find out if that's something we need to look at. And then, um, you know, also ask about that other medication and if that's a possible um, alternative for you that might help her out Um, because you know if if we can help Cushing's disease we can help a lot of these other secondary problems and dogs live years with this disease but we can make it a more comfortable um, lower side effects and and other conditions kind of control those a bit more if we deal with that. Thank you. I mean, I, I was, con- I'm conflicted. She's always been an IAMS food dog. Um, and, but, you know, with this, I was thinking, you know, the, anything I've read about it, at least online, it said, hey, you know, switch to a, a better, you know, better food, like Royal Canin, I think is what I keep, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, that kind of food, which is a higher protein, less fillers and grain or whatever. So, I, you know, and I'm all confused when it comes to that. So for the short term, you think I'm okay? Do you think I, I think you're fine, yeah. Okay. Because really, this is one of those conditions that nutrition, it plays a role, but it's not as so much, say, like diabetes, where we really have a specific um, nutritional way of treating that. So um, I'm going to say, you know, as long as you're on a good plane of nutrition, it's a senior modified diet there, I'm going to say you're, you're probably doing good there. Thank you so much for the call, Matt. I hope that helps with your baby. And uh, Cushing's disease, it's a common problem, believe it or not. It seems like we hear, we get a lot of calls about yeah, Cushing's we disease. We do. It is, it's more popular, and it is a tricky disease to diagnose. So what he described was not uncommon. It can be something that leads into years, and sometimes we think it's other things. So it's just a tough one. Is it, pre- is it preventable? No, it is not preventable. Are there certain breeds that it's uh, predisposed? Oh, sure. Yeah, we do see it more in Bichons, Poodles, Maltese's, Schnauzers. Those are some of the real common breeds for this. And the signs tend to be drinking a lot, urinating a lot. They get kind of a pot belly. A lot of dogs also lose their hair in kind of odd patterns. So some of those are the initial signs. And it's kind of a lot of dogs do that when they get old. So if you see those things, you want to pick up that phone, call your veterinarian, and have that checked out. Very good. one 405 The whole gang will be back after a quick check of the news. This 
is Animal Radio Network. This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. A whole bunch of crazy guys and gals answering your questions and just we're, we're shooting the Freeze. about pets and dogs <laughs> cats and dogs iguanas fish whatever you Birds, have ferrets <laughs> that was just weird yeah it was not that there's anything wrong with weird you know what's weird? Quote, what? Judy's dog why? what's weird with her? Lady why dog. are you picking on lady yeah dog? what does she do? what kind of dog gets its own Music. She's very special. She's not even on the radio, but just mentioning her name, we've got to get that. Hey, she's in here in the studio every time we are, so she's a big part of this show. Everyone's making demands now, now that the, the studio dog has her own music. Everybody, I know that Judy, you, you've had some demands. I know, Bobby, you've mm-hmm. had some demands. I Would noticed you ignored my green M&M's only request. You know, I passed it on. I really, I passed it on to the... the Guido. Beast. Yeah, Guido, who passed it on to someone else. I, I think Guido was colorblind anyway, so... Someone, <laughs> Yeah, he might have tried. <laughs> yeah. It took him all day. He kept trying to put the M&M's in alphabetical order. It was just sad to watch. I noticed all the M&M's you have today are all brown and not green. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. I give you Al. And I give you Barty Animal Vinnie Pen. Hello, animal lovers. Vinnie Penn, the party animal, back with you on Animal Radio. So recently, I did the tried and true horse and buggy ride for, I don't know, I'd say the seventh or eighth time in my life. I remember the first time I did the horse and buggy ride. Of course, it was in New York. And as a little boy, I mean, it was just a real coup for me. Maybe I was in a cowboy phase and I don't remember. I I don't know. I just, this animal was majestic to me. And just hearing it clop, clop, clop down New York streets was, was really something else to me. I mean, I mean, I literally vividly remember this. Well, it has not been memorable since. Even times when I took horse and buggy rides through Central Park with really good-looking girls all snuggled under a blanket with me. Uh, One of the worst was when a girl just went on a tirade about how convinced she was that this animal was being mistreated. She could not enjoy this ride because she was certain the rider, as pleasant as he was and as prepared as he was to regale us with tales of New York City, she was sure was beating this horse. Or at the very least, the horse just wasn't happy with its present employment. I don't know. It ruined it for me. One, because I didn't, re- you know, I, I certainly wouldn't want to believe that to be true. I'm an animal lover, as all, all of you are who are tuned in here. And two, because I knew then that this wasn't really turning her on and nothing good was going to happen afterwards or what I'd really hoped for during uh, uh, and every other time since then in a romantic sense, the, the woman's never really been all that taken by uh, the, the scenes or the horse rider or, or anything. Plus the riders kind of never shut up. The most recent one was at, uh, was in, in mystic Connecticut, uh, at a place called the mystic seaport. Uh, for those of you who might be so interested, a lot of history there. Uh, it's really a beautiful part of Connecticut and again, as I said, a lot of history and just uh, a, a day of fun to be had there. And what's really cool about the horse and buggy ride we did there was we went with my sister, 
my brother-in-law, uh, uh, the missus, and all of the kids. So he had four cousins. You know, you had two sets of cousins uh, on the ride. Um, my sister and my wife spent the entire ride uh, discussing where they would have dinner, even though we were 20 minutes out of lunch. They were already discussing, should we go? Should it be seafood? Do you think that the kids might want pizza? They spent the entire ride discussing what was next on the menu. My brother-in-law enjoyed it at the very least because he's a history buff. And as I've said, that that's, Mystic is just entrenched in history. Uh, and, and, and so he was just taken by the woman who was, ride, who was uh, giving us the tour at the little history lesson she was giving us. And little Joe was just this beautiful horse. And you knew he was being treated well. You know he's a part of the Mystic Seaport family. So I didn't have that hanging over my head. But when the most excitement it it gleans from the children is them passing by one of little Joel's bowel movements from earlier in the day. You know that the horse and buggy ride is lost on today's youth. Vinny Penn, party animal, animal radio. This is animal radio. Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. The whole family is here. Vinny, again with his family in studio. It's fine. We bring our animals in. He can bring his his kids in if he wants. Cracks me up about that. calls the, his kids his animals. Well, they are. And he's dealing with the first death and dealing with death and dealing the cat with the kid. It's a fish. Oh, okay. It's a bed of fish. Yes. But, but still, uh, you had to explain the circle of life to them. Yes. Speaking of the circle of life, haagen ice cream added to the Animal Radio Super Summer Giveaway. Ooh, More details on the way there. You're working uh, on a Michael Vick's story. What's going on in the newsroom there? Well, the, AS, the ASPCA has spoken up about Mr. Vick's reinstatement, and we will have the exact quote from Ed Sayers of the ASPCA. That's coming up in the news. Very good with Bobby Hill. And then, Judy, we have a guest coming on talking about stray voltage. Uh, yeah. What is this about? You know, I don't like, understand you, how it... Well, I, you know, I always heard and always thought it was New York City. You hear about, you know, people and dogs stepping on the manhole covers and being zapped and things. Yes. I, I thought it was pretty much isolated in New few, York. A few it, of those cases. Yeah, but evidently it's not only all over the U.S., but it's worldwide there's this problem. Oh, stray voltage with lighting fixtures that could hurt your animals. Mm-hmm. Details on the way. I want to ask this lady. I, I always hear that if you if your dog pees on the side of a lighting fixture and that, that fixture isn't grounded, Ooh. that's going to hurt. I know every guy listening right now, oh, is, no. they're closing their legs right now when they hear that. I wanted to ask her if the same thing happens to female dogs that squat when they pee. They well, don't... you wouldn't think so because they squat down on the cement. They don't touch the light. We'll find out. That's all in today's show. one 405 8405 Where else, ladies and gentlemen? Hi, who is this? Hi, this is Karen. Hi, Karen. How are you doing? Oh, doing pretty well. Where are you calling from today? Uh, Michigan. Michigan. Oh, well, that's wow. Lottie's hometown there. Exactly. Uh, Karen, I so miss Michigan, and even though I'm enjoying my new state, California, but uh, I love Michigan and will never never forget what the Michigan done for me. Oh, well, it's, it's a beautiful day here today. Thank you, Karen. So how can I help you? Well, I have a Blue Merrill Shetland Sheepdog, and he's quite attached to my father that he practically lives with, with uh, at their house most of the time. And my dad recently has been in the hospital, and Einstein is the name of the dog, and he's been having a bit of a pr- 
problem dealing with the fact uh, he's separated from my dad. He's yeah. too, you know, he's, he started chewing himself, and then he's had quite a bit of loss of fur. Mm-hmm. Okay. Karen, first of all, my commiseration to your family, to you, because I can imagine how difficult um, your family situation right now and going with the father's uh, health issues and such and such. And uh, in regard to the pet, I can assume they have a, they were they were having the best relationship. Probably the dog was attaching to your father more to any other member of the family. Am I right? Yes, that's why he wouldn't go home with me most of the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so how can we help to this pet, Doctor Davies? She is uh, with us right now as a dream team, ra- uh, animal radio dream team. So we're gonna approach. Probably we're gonna maybe give to this pet for now some type of the maybe uh, light medication temporarily, Doctor Debbie. Well, we can consider that. You know, yes. we want to make sure there's not anything healthy or n- anything wrong with the pet's health that might be also causing them to be under the weather. But um, I'm actually a huge fan of using some of the different pheromones mm-hmm. to help create a sense of calm. Are these like the comfort zone pheromones that you talk about? Absolutely, yeah. And they can help in a lot of different scenarios. So I would certainly say that might help because underlying there, there is some anxiety, you know. Exactly. His friend is gone, is not there with him. So I think that will certainly be something that will kind of help um, ease some of the transition. Okay. And uh, I also would suggest you do some behavior modification approach. So in other words, we're going to give to Einstein something else to worry about instead of him worry about his friend who is not around him. It's like like Karen, you know, if um, you worry about something bad event in your life, and you do the, you 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 must perform. You need to do some another job what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. You temporarily don't think about the bad event what happened in your in in the past. So maybe we're gonna a little bit uh, give to Einstein. I would think I would think some type of the physical work and the mental uh, stimulations. So uh, I know the sheep dogs they are very very energetic and they like to work. So why not just buy for him the backpack doggy backpack and uh, put a couple of a bottle of vodka uh, acafinas in the <laughs> and uh, take him for a walk and make sure uh, maybe run a little bit with him and maybe if he ra- likes to chase the ball, toss the ball and let little bit him run back and forth, back and forth. So a little bit get him that, you know, physical activities on the way because we heard, doctor, even depression can be learned with the physical exercises as well. And after, yes, and after that, maybe we do some, some type of the mental activities. I like to do obedience training, put the color on leash, tell him, let's go, sit, stay, calm down, and do, the, do this type of the um, routine two times per day, Karen, physical activities, mental activities, physical activities, mental activities, and give him what the doctor suggested, some type of what the doctor you suggested for the calming the pet. The pheromone, the scent hormone, which we can't smell, but mm-hmm. dogs sure know what it is, and it's a relaxing, a calming type thing. So when he's around the house... That? Where do you find that at? What type of store? At Like a regular pet store? or Some pet stores may carry that. Um, I know at my veterinary office we carry that quite a bit because we use it for a lot of behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen you know some at pet stores as well. You can oh, okay. uh, you can get it at uh, Petco and PetSmart. Be prepared to pay a little bit for it. And I guess 
I would say, and I don't know if you agree with me, doctor, there's about a 50-50% efficacy rate on this. I hear people say it works great, and I hear other people say that it doesn't do anything. It's worse than yeah, combination. But you know what the main thing is? Used alone, you're going to have that. The, the, to increase your chance of success, you need to do some of the behavioral mm, modifications. Thank you, doctor. I just was talking and, about that. And that's this. key. That's the key, and you have to do care in both. You need to okay. give that, give the, give the product the doctor suggested, but you also need to do what I suggested to you: do the physical exercises two times per day, increase the level. If you do it, do it more, and do the mental stimulations by teaching the obedience training and such and such. And you know what? And another way, another thing, what I would suggest you to do: maybe get the new toys, maybe give something what he loves, maybe um, raw hides. I'm not great fan of Rohites, bullet sticks no, or something. Like yeah. But but find something what he likes and uh, maybe cuddling him more, maybe allow him jump on the furniture in the situation, maybe take him take him with you uh, to, to uh, when you when you're going somewhere in the vehicle. So deattach him at least temporarily from your father and attach on you or another member of the family or okay. enroll him in maybe in the daycare and something like this. Uh, okay. thank you Karen very much. Okay, thank um, you. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 Helping elderly people and their pets is not only the right thing to do, but it can also reduce health care costs and that can save lives. Pets can be a great source of comfort and joy. By emphasizing a pet's role in our mental and physical lives, over a period of time, we can also reduce overall health care costs to society. We know that people who live with companion animals receive numerous health benefits. For example, people with pets visit the doctor less often and use less medication. People with pets recover from illness more quickly. People with pets have lower cholesterol and lower blood pressure. And exercising a pet can provide valuable exercise to an animal's elderly guardian. There are measurable social and economic benefits to elderly people by providing services and care for their pets. Get involved with your local Humane Society and see where you can help. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K90 Warmer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We have perhaps the most experienced team in the industry. We've negotiated and settled over $150 million of debt for people just like you. If you have over $12,000 of credit card debt, call right now for a free consultation. Debt Settlement USA built its reputation on one simple fact. We help our clients cut their debt. Find out how we can help you reduce your balances and your monthly payments. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. 
Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets, and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. My little Twitter goddess, how are you doing? Twittering away over there. What are you Twittering? You're always Twittering. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if I, I should embrace I, the Twitter thing like you are or not. <laughs> well, after the major outage a few weeks back, which... Put all the Twitter people into a twizzy. I heard ah! about that, yes. You can't get too attached to these things, people. <laughs> they are not real. Yeah, I think it was over so. in Britain somewhere. You know, there's only 140 characters. Yes. Somewhere over in Britain, I guess, a company was trying to teach his employees how to Twitter, and they put out a 40-page booklet. On how to Twitter 140 characters. Lord. Yeah. And then what the NFL is saying, you can't use Twitter ever since What's-His-Face at the Chargers said, hey, the food here at the camp sucks. Maybe that's why they are a losing team. <laughs> so he got in trouble for that. Well, he got fined. They, the team, fined him for doing that. Ah, that's ridiculous. So, Twitter is—it's certainly raising eyebrows and making trouble wherever it goes, which I like. I hey, think that's wonderful. First Amendment. Yeah, and you—you you actually there you go. You'll Twitter about Animal Radio, won't you? When you Twitter, I do. I and. We Twitter about what's going on on the show, what's coming up on the show each week. Should and we screen that house? Uh, Shut up, Judy. Inappropriate? Well, why would Shut I? Shut up, Judy. You're asking me if I should be screening it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Judy, hint, hint. Inappropriate gets lots of followers. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you go for it, Bobby. Thank you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Tell them we're not. Accusing us of being dog centric. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We're listener centric. We talk about whatever's on your mind, and it happens to be a lot of dog questions, which is quirky considering there's more cats than yeah, there are dogs. I don't get that. People just don't call him a cat question. I guess cats don't have problems. They just really they're perfect. They're perfect, pretty much. <laughs> And uh, if you're a cat owner or a cat guardian... You're you, perfect, too. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to admit uh, that there's any kind of problems. But you probably, if you do have a dog, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. An iguana or an African gray. We heard from an African gray owner yeah. earlier today. So don't blame us for being dog-centric if you don't have any darn cat questions for us. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Tony. Hey, Tony, Tony, Tony. How are you doing? Hey, all right. How are you? Good. Where are you I am in Savannah, Oklahoma right now. Must be doing laundry. Doing laundry in Savannah. Sounds like it <laughs> Sounds should be fun. a country song. How are the pets? How are the animals? How can we help you with them? Not, not good. Well, I, well, I, I've got a eight-year-old dachshund named Brutus, and um, I've, he's been with me in a truck. I'm a truck driver, and he's uh, he's my co-driver there, and he's been with me for the last eight years and uh, about a week ago a little over a week ago he started coughing uh had a had a uh, developed a cough he wasn't eating for like a day day and a half so i i found a vet 
on the road and uh, brought him in there and and lo and behold they you know I went to one and he just gave him medication and I didn't like that so I called my vet long story short I went and had his chest x-rayed and his heart is enlarged and I just you know three weeks prior I just had his checkup and his immune you know all his shots and everything Mm -hmm. and they said that uh, you know the doctor told me that he may have less than a year to live because you know his heart had I guess his had gotten so large and I've been trying to run it back by my doctor and they they put him on an Afrenil they gave him a shot of Covenia as an antibiotic and gave Mm -hmm. me two two weeks worth of Lasix and I'm getting conflicting information from my vet she said that they don't normally put a dog on an Afrenil or Lasix unless you're in congestive heart failure and the other mm-hmm. vet had told me, well, that's a little bit too late to do it. And I'm just, you know, I, they, I just want my dog to, to make it through this. And, you know, he's had a heart yeah. murmur his whole life. And I just, you know, it was a grade two. And three weeks later, it's a grade six. And I'm like, how's all wow. this changed okay. so quickly? Yeah. So, so we went. Where I'm worried now. I just don't know what to, you know, uh, you know, he seems to be doing better now, though. He's back to his normal self eating and everything. But. Now I'm paranoid and worried about overworking them. What's this uh, grade two and grade six stuff, Doc? Okay, yeah. When we're talking about heart murmurs, um, first thing is that that is a sound that we hear when we're listening to a dog's heart, and it's basically um, turbulent blood flow. So it kind of sounds like a whoosh whoosh instead of a lub dub. Um, we grade heart murmurs on a scale of one to six. One being the really tiniest that we could barely hear, and six being so loud that when y'all walk into an exam room, I don't even have to put a stethoscope on the dog; mm. I can hear it. So in between there, that's kind of that zone. Um, and if he's maintained with a heart murmur and a lot of dogs have heart murmurs for many years without serious problems but there comes a point where the heart cannot compensate any longer and they can go into congestive heart failure if that's where your dog is right now where he's having fluid in his lungs um, or fluid accumulation elsewhere in the body having problems not eating, failing to thrive, coughing excessively. If he's in congestive heart failure, I have no problem with those medications that you've just described, and I think it's very important to use those in that situation. The difference is is when we pick up an early heart murmur, maybe a grade 1 to a grade 2, and the pet's perfectly healthy and there's no signs of any problem in their body or on their tests, those pets, there is some controversy whether or not starting them on a vasodilator like the enalapril, which is I think what you were mentioning, um, that one, there's some controversy whether or not that has a helpful prevention benefit um, or not. I shouldn't say prevention, delaying the onset of signs. But if he's actually sick with congestive heart failure, he needs those medicines, and I'm going to endorse that. And I might even say that there's a third medicine for pets when we're kind of balancing congestive heart failure um, that I actually use very readily, and I use it if they are starting to show signs of congestive heart failure, and that's a medicine called pimobendin. Um, and I found great success in adding that in on top of some of these other things to kind of give us that little extra boost in, in how they're feeling and kind of longevity um, as we're going. So um, now the, the question I have for you is, did you hear the message from either of the veterinarians that we are having fluid in the lungs or any of that kind of problem for your baby? When, when they did, well, initially when I take them to my vet when I'm back home in Florida, um, you know, I always just ask about it, and they said everything sounded fine. The weird part is it came out about three weeks later. I just noticed that he started 
coughing even when he went. You know, it was almost like he was coughing up a. You know how cats cough up hairballs. It sounds. Yeah. You know, he just, when I took him to the initial vet that I just found on the road, they, they he said, "Let's put him on a nail, bro. He's got a pretty heart heavy heart murmuring. He really all I did was put a stethoscope up to his heart, and I just didn't feel mm-hmm. comfortable with that. Sure. So I stopped at a uh, at a. Uh, uh, big pet store that has the you know the animal clinic and uh i was able to get my truck in there and he he put i said my vet wants you to take an x-ray so i did take an x they took an x-ray and there was no fluid that you could see there was just a his heart i mean you know a dachshund's not he's at 14 and a half pounds and he's perfect perfect weight and everything his heart was almost as big as my fist and you could see where it was pushing on his trachea Mm -hmm. and also his lungs look very tiny in comparison to his heart and it kind of scared me he was talking about atrial stenosis and and all this from putting you know i guess he you know it just can a murmur go from a two to a six in the course of a three can it exasperate itself that quickly sure can you know it's not noticeable and then all of a sudden boom it's it's you know he's really sick yeah, and it definitely goes back to, you know, the heart's the muscle and muscles fatigue with time. So if his heart has been working extra hard, um, it can get to a point where it just is not as efficient. And then we have these consequences of, of the, um, the inefficient heart. So it sounds like to me, like, you know, we may need to schedule a follow-up and it yeah. might not be unheard of for him to be on these medications from here forward to help manage those signs. And, you know, it, it's not a necessarily a horrible sentence here. Um, heart, failure i have a lot of dogs that in some cases we can manage them years with congestive heart failure um it does take proper diagnosis and you know really diligent follow through on the medications and you know your regular vet checks and follow up so um you know the best thing i could say is you know trust your instincts and and, you know getting that x-ray is just the first part of things i would probably you know look into things a little bit more see what else we can find out and you know uh keep keep along this path because um you know Definitely, yeah, there, there's definitely, hope with heart disease. I will follow up. I just, you know, when he told me, uh, it just about tore my heart out. So I just was like, you yeah. know, I wasn't expecting that. So now I just, I just want to, I just want to make sure my vet wasn't dropping the ball. And then I, I just started listening to y'all, and I'm glad you're on the radio. It gives me a little bit of comfort knowing that maybe there's some hope, and I can, you know, as long as I keep him on this. Well, I know we're full of stories where animals have been told that their life expectancy isn't going to be very long and they outlast it years and oh, years. Sure. You hear that all the time, Doc, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. So they beat the odds more. Yeah, don't make it a death sentence for your animal and do your best. I will do my best, and uh, he he does definitely get spoiled, so I'm going to keep on doing it regardless. And uh, I appreciate you all's time. Give Brutus a big old hug from all of us, Tony. All right, I sure will. Thank you. you. You folks have a good day. Thanks for calling. 1-866-405-8405. That's a tough situation to deal with there, Doc, but it sounds like Brutus has the perfect guardian for that. He does, definitely. I wanted to mention this half hour of Animal Radio is brought to you by Debt Settlement USA, and a lot of things that you hear on Animal Radio, we try, we test, or we have mm-hmm. friends, we get uh, experiential, what they call experiential experience type I don't think experiential is a word unless you've been hanging around with the former president. Experiential is a word. It is. I know it it is. No, it's not. You've been smoking some of that swag. Look it up. John told you to stay away from that. You should have listened. We have friends that, and I'm not going to mention names, okay? We have friends that got into a little bit of credit card debt, okay? Oh, no. And it happens. It's easy, especially now if your job, if you've been laid off, been fired, or 
you're working less hours and you're paying rent on a credit card. Sorry, Judy. We're all, hey. we're, we're all doing it, don't, okay? Don't reveal my personal life on the radio. Problem is, is that eventually, if you don't catch up with your credit cards there, then you're going to end up having to declare bankruptcy, and that's going to be a good decade of your life that's going to really change. If you want to get a hold of those credit card bills right now, if you're paying your credit card bills with credit cards, I want you to write down this number. And you don't have to call them now. There's no deal. It's not like you have to call in the next 10 minutes and you get a special deal or something like that. These guys will help you today. They'll help you tomorrow. They'll help you a week from now. They'll help you a month from now. The number is 1-888-551-7788. Bobby, have you called them yet? I know you wrote down that number uh, about three months ago. I'm I'm still hanging on by a loose thread. So thankfully, I don't need it, but it's on my post-it on my laptop. Okay. Now, you also don't have to sign up with them just to get information. You know that, Bobby. You can just call them and say, hey, what can oh, you yeah. do if you want to do See, that? See, yeah. It, free info is, is it free helps info. so much. Sure. The more info you have to make an informed decision, the better. one 551 7788 Write it down now. Use it when you want. Debt Settlement USA. They sponsor Animal Radio. 1-888-551-7788. See how they can help you. Call them at your convenience. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The owner of an Arabian horse breeding ranch is being charged with cruelty to livestock in Texas. Gordon Dennis Key, who turned himself in and faces jail time if convicted of the misdemeanor, is currently free on bond. According to the Associated Press, deputies acting on a tip found and removed 76 horses, dozens of them emaciated. One deputy on the scene told the AP that the Renaissance Arabian's ranch in Pilot Point, Texas, looked more like a concentration camp for horses. A court victory is helping two autistic elementary school students keep their companion dogs in the classroom with them. The court orders in Illinois allow the students to keep their dogs with them, calming them and easing the transitions from home to the classroom. The rulings follow similar victories in courts in California and Pennsylvania where schools had refused to let the dogs stay in class with the students. At issue, according to the Associated Press, is whether or not the dogs are in fact service dogs. If you have seen a four-month-old Chihuahua puppy with pink earrings in the Wilton Manors, Florida area, call the police. It's a hot pooch. There's a bolo out on it. This little puppy was stolen. Little Hudson Hayward Hemingway, the name's bigger than the dog, was stolen from a South Florida gay bar last month, and his owner, Brian Dortort, has spent weeks searching for his softball-sized pet. Dortort says he left uh, let a man briefly hold the dog at a friend's birthday party. But the man booked with the Chihuahua. Police have a suspect, but they're waiting for Broward State Attorney's Office to issue an arrest warrant. It's a little four-month-old Chihuahua puppy with pink earrings. There can't be too many of those. (laughs) I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Takes your head clean off. (laughs) It does. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship. 
especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. This is Animal Radio. Left, Judy Francis screening your calls at one 405 And just a little bit to the right of her, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And Bobby, she has her own booth. I'm not quite sure why she requested that. You she guys said, lock me in here for a reason, Hal. You know it. <laughs> a couple of years back, we did a story. I don't know if you remember this, Judy. This was before Bobby. BB. Before Bobby. BB. <laughs> yes. And uh, it was a story about dogs walking across manhole covers in New York and getting electrocuted for some yeah. reason. Yeah, you know, and it, it just seems so distant. It seems like it was only in New York. It was an isolated incident, mm-hmm. uh, stray currents. Mm-hmm. And I find out that it's really not very isolated. In fact, there's some uh, activists that are working very hard to change the situation. We have Blair Sorrell on the phone. Is that how you pronounce your name, or am I totally messing it up, Blair? Yes, that's exactly how you pronounce it. Thank you. How are you doing? You have a website called Street Zaps, S-T-R-E-E-T-Z-A-P-S dot com. What, what are you doing there? What's going on? It's a contact voltage clearinghouse, and the purpose is to heighten general awareness of this hazard. And although the site is called Street Zaps, it's important to know that wherever there's electrical fixtures outdoors, be it in rural or urban and even residential situations, we get incident reports. So we're trying to mentor pedestrians and dog walkers how to avoid shockings and, of course, electrocutions, which are fatal. Is there more stray voltage than we think out there? I mean, it seems like if you're, if you're creating a website and acti- actively trying to change the situation that it can't be very isolated. Am I at risk? I don't live anywhere in New York. Is it something that's only happening in New York? Of course not. We get international reports, and wherever there is electrical fixtures in the world, there's a potential to be shocked, even electrocuted. Secondarily, anything metal will conduct if the streets, cables are damaged. It's called thermal degradation. And if you look on the homepage of Streets Apps, you'll see my web designer's dog. She was shocked by a fire hydrant and limped for five days. Wow. So what we urge dog walkers and pedestrians is to try to make contact with non-conductive surfaces. That garbage bag is you and your dog's best friend. Look for what's non-conductive. We call it eyeball the block, avoid a shock, and just take a few seconds, and it could potentially save you or your dog's life. You want to make your trajectory and your contact, it's more accurately contact voltage, with a surface that's non-conductive. It could be cardboard, plastic, 
a freestanding tree, dog urine won't hurt a tree. Look for what's non-conductive, and that's where you want to walk. When, when you say dog urine, I'm wondering, you know how dogs, they go up to posts and they, they urinate on the side of the posts. Is this something that happens? They urinate on the side of a, a, a lamppost that is not grounded? Well, any street light, even if it's fully intact, even if it's not illuminated, can leak voltage if it's damaged internally. If the photocells damage, the light leaks, whether the light is on or off, opened or closed. So again, we urge that you get out of the habit of going against electrical fixtures, even metal. Go for non-conductive surfaces, unless they're salted, are always going to be safe for wherever you go in the world. And that's whether you're a dog walker, a pedestrian, a cyclist, you want to get into the habit of avoiding outdoor electrical, even metal fixtures. Let me just ask this quirky question. I understand what you're saying here, and I stay away from the fixtures no matter what. But I have a female dog. Are female dogs less likely to get electrocuted no. because they squat when they pee? No. The sex of the dog is actually irrelevant. And the case that you mentioned about a dog, a male dog urinating against a lamppost, of course, is the most gruesome scenario. But the sex of the dog, the sex of the pedestrians, irrelevant. It's called contact voltage, and that means coming into contact with tampered or damaged equipment. Now, what if, if I you, wear rubber-soled shoes and I have booties on my dog? If you wear, you put booties on the dog, you're putting your dog at greater risk of Why getting is that? shocked. Because the booties become waterlogged, they leak, and your dog has no way of telling you. Wow. Electrical wow. workers check periodic tests of their shoes and gloves to make sure they're not leaking. As for footwear, no conventional footwear will shield against the shocking. These are very common misconceptions, and they were dealt with on the homepage and in safety on street apps. Now, is this worse in the summer, and why? When we say in the summer, it's because the, the more outdoors you are, the more likely you are to interact with the equipment. Uh -huh. Florida has the most stray voltage incidents of the country really? searching in June, and it's on the report. Mark Voitsberger's report, power quality testing is on two places on the site and very prominently on the home page. Well, just how many animals are being electrocuted? I understand the humans, but how many animals are... <sighs> A significant number. They're not always documented. Sure. You can see we get 30 humans a year electrocuted that are documented. Dog shockings are fairly common, and they can range from being startling to severely injurious. Mm. Cardiac arrhythmia, brain damage, a heart attack, a dog could be paralyzed, or so traumatized you have to end up carrying your dog everywhere, and you can't do that if the dog's 100 pounds. We recommend a product called Rope and Go, which is on the site that does not contain any metal in the leash or harness and is readily available. Okay. And we, um, but I would, again, urge you, your sex, your dog's sex, your footwear will not shield you. You just want to learn to make less contact with deteriorating infrastructure, and it's unfortunate, but it is the case, and the statistics and the incidents and testimonials on the site speak for themselves. Now, you can map my hometown and tell me where there are certain places I should avoid? We can if it's reported to us. We are urging the public to get on the, you know, get the incidents, get the testimonials to us. We look for incidents patterns. Okay, Blair, we appreciate your time. The website is www.streetzaps.com. We link to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Let us know how it goes in the next few years, and uh, hopefully we'll reduce the amount of electrocutions to humans so. and animals. I certainly hope so. That's our mission. We have more Animal Radio on the way.
You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by... One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A snake in Ketchum, Idaho, really loved his electric blanket. He loved it so much he ate it. All of it. An entire queen-size electric blanket, including the cord and control box. Carl Vesnoska's 60-pound Burmese python somehow unplugged the blanket, which was supposed to be keeping him warm, and had it for dinner. An x-ray showed the blanket wiring extending through eight feet of the python's digestive tract. After a two-hour operation involving an 18-inch incision, the snake named Houdini was on his way to recovery. Vesnoska has owned Houdini for 16 years and often takes him to local schools for show and tell. Now I guess he can bring the blanket. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, this is Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Don't have a cow, man. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad-spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. Hi, I'm Ken Schrader. In race car driving, seconds can win a race. But to win the race against pet overpopulation, you need to understand the importance of spaying or neutering your pets. Every few seconds, hundreds of dogs and cats are put down in our country. Help fix the problem. I urge you to spay or neuter your pets. To find out how, visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911 today. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. Hi, this is Eric Dane on Animal Radio, reminding you to stay and neuter your pets. This is Animal Radio. Animal. 
Hey there, animal lovers. Vinny Penn, your party animal on Animal Radio. Digging that song again. Got to tell you, that's Def Leppard, an acoustic version of their song Animal. I don't know why it's so important for me to get that out there, but hey, I wanted to. Uh, on a recent installment, I told you guys about the beloved family dog, Cruiser. We had uh, several pets in my house growing up. Uh, Cruiser probably is the the one on the biggest pedestal. He was a mini, a mini schnauzer. Yes, all you guys out there with German shepherds and beautiful labs and Rottweilers are thinking, "Wow, Vinny Ped had a mini schnauzer." But I'll tell you, he was uh, he was awfully cool. Even though what I'm about to tell you uh, might make you question that even more. Nonetheless, told you about Cruiser recently. And ironically enough, right after that installment, uh, moving a few boxes around uh, in the house that we grew up in that my sister uh, had since bought from my parents. And uh, she kept Cruiser's chew toys, which I think is a bit over the top. I don't know. Nasty, dust bunny riddled chew toys all masticated with big holes in them. Maybe some dog lovers out there who've lost their dog. You know, you keep such things. I believe there are certain things worth keeping. Uh, like a collar with the, you know, especially if you have the name on it and whatnot. The chew toy is a little over the top. But then again, uh, my sister puts the rat in pack rat. So maybe that's the reason. Nonetheless, what we also found in another box or what I found was what I used to call Cruiser's Liberace sweater. Yes. Now, bad enough, I'm not a big believer in sweaters on dogs in the first place, although I have seen some cool things. I recently saw a dog actually with a CBGB T-shirt on. I thought that was pretty cool. Certainly a way to strike up conversation with the ladies. But uh, one holiday season, my mom bought uh, Cruiser a sweater that could only be described as a Liberace sweater. Uh, Liberace uh, for those of you who don't know, was a rather flamboyant, outrageously dressed pianist. Uh, this sweater just screamed. Uh, well, it begs the question. This is the point of this week's uh, party animal. This is what leads to the question. I think my mother thought Cruiser was gay. It's the only thing that I could come up with. My mother has since passed away, so I can't ask her. But when I found Cruiser's Liberace sweater, I thought, why did you buy this for him? It's not remotely masculine. The design, Cruiser's boy. Did my mother think Cruiser was a gay dog? And does that exist? Can are, Is there such a thing as gay dogs and, and gay cats? <laughs> I got to say no. Uh, cru- you know, I watched Cruiser frolic with other dogs. He really didn't treat the boy... Well, there was that one friend of mine who had a dog named Thor, and Cruiser used to mount him. But don't they just mount him, you know, boy or girl? Look, it's not going to change my feelings about Cruiser if I were to now discover, hey, I had a gay mini schnauzer. It's not going to change. I'm not going to go home and tear up that picture of the two of us on the beach that I I hold so dear. But uh, has there ever been any scientific studies? Have we determined if uh, animals are capable of of this? All I know at the end of the day is gay or straight, cruiser, I love you, I miss you. But I got to say, I would prefer if mom just bought you a, my owner went to Florida and all I got was this stupid doggy t-shirt. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. Hi, this is Rue McClanahan on Animal Radio. Stay and neuter your pets.
What did he say? He said, we're all across the USA, the most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio, we're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. We're going to answer some dog behavior questions in just a couple of seconds, or actually Vlade is going to, because I know nothing about dog behavior. But I you know about the cats, though. I know about cats. Can you tell us what is the principle of dog behavior modification? What is the one principle? The great, great question. Thank you so much. And I would like to reveal. So uh, can we ask everyone who is listening right now, grab the pencil or pen and paper. Uh, not pepper, pepper. Sorry for my accent. Okay, hold on. Let me get the pencil. Okay, because I, I'm, I'm going to share a really great tip right now. I'm very serious. Okay. Okay, people, listen. Major principle of behavior modification in dogs that the owner for a while always needs to be in the position to prevent or correct or praise its dog. In other words, people in this country playing in the Russian roulette when it comes to their correcting behavior problems. They're hoping that the dog does something today and good, it means going to be tomorrow the same way. No, we should be always in the position to prevent, to correct, or to praise our dog for a while. And after a while, your dog will be switched into the new right habits. And the only way to pursue it, we need to limit the time unless we are around to make the interruptions with the negative behavior or praising for the good behavior. Remember, dog is the creature of habits. Once he cannot perform the bad habits, he will be switched into the right habits. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who is this? Colette. Hi, Colette. How are you doing? Oh, fine. Where are you today? Colette, you have a beautiful name. Oh, thank let's you. Me pick, I'm... Let me pick up this charge, and I'm right now yours, okay? So go ahead. Okay. Um, what co- what state the... are you calling first, please, Colette? Um, New York. From New York. Okay, great state. Uh-huh. I just once was it when I was uh, at the late show with David Letterman. That's a great. I love New York, like yeah. a big city, like Moscow. Go ahead. I've got a two-year-old Min Ken. That's a female, and she's okay. very aggressive. She loves other animals, but she hates other people besides my husband and myself. And she just she loves to bite them. And did I she did she already bite someone, Colette? Yes. She bit one of my girlfriends when we were at home. How badly? It just, you know, barely grabbed her pant leg. It, it didn't okay, draw she... any blood or anything. Okay, did she have a chance to, I mean, was she loose? If she could bite, she would, you think? Yes, I do. Yeah, so that's the good news. The bad news, she already bit someone. You know, it's a uh-huh. remind me another story. One person calls, say, my dog bought, uh, excuse me, bit four people. Uh, I should say three because fourth was my mother-in-law, and I, I think it was her fault. But <laughs> very nice was comments. <laughs> but anyway, in the in the yeah, everything bad is happening in this life. It's a mother-in-law fault. That's what my female ladies <laughs> always tells me about. Yeah, okay. it's mother-in-law fault, no, nobody else. Listen, Colette, this is the great news so far because, honestly, the dogs have a tremendous control over their teeth. If your dog really wanted to bite someone seriously, 
she would do that. So it just, she just warned the person. Now, um, so what's happening is I just learn by doing two simple things as far as stopping your dog from pulling on the leash and stopping your dog from barking wherever the dog is, you can basically 90% diminish that aggressiveness in your pet. Uh, let me tell you how easy to teach the dog walk without pulling. Put the collar on leash, put the appropriate collar. Um, it depends on your dog's personality. If your dog is softy and such and such, put the check collar, not the choke collar. Don't use the choke collar, it's a very bad thing. Um, if the dog is uh, bulletproof, put the prong collar. It looks ugly, but in reality, it's very humane. A lot of veterinarians support this collar. Uh, in any collar, it's just for training, not for permanently. So put the collar on leash and say, let's go. If the dog is ahead of you, turn around first and after, snap. Like with your left hand, make the flick. Make that motion snap in the opposite directions and have to come back to the chosen direction. Do it several times unless she starts to follow you. Because by doing this, every time when she thinks she's the leader, you're becoming the leader. So that's important. And number two, stop her from barking. Use, uh, like I keep telling about, CO2 uh, bicycle tire inflator from the bicycle shop. Every time when she barks, you can make the noise. Ah, push the button, she stops. You can drop the shaking cans or mystical acoustic bag can be bought from my website, 911dogwizard.com, 911dogwizard.com. It's an amazing tool designed by a group of the Russian musician. Mystical acoustic bags startle the dog into the attention. So by doing two, just two th- simple things, stop her from barking and stop her from pulling, you're already in the way to success. After that, you need to do um, classical desensitization and contra-conditioning to make her to love what she hates. Put her in the crate bring the people in before you get the people in put her in the crate when they come in give her kalbasa if she snaps or excuse me if she barks or growls snap the crate and uh, st- tell her ah so she sh- she would shuts up if she shuts up give her kalbasa repeat with different people that's going to be great great starting point for your uh, problem to solving your problem Colette. okay okay good okay, luck there. thank you so much for calling very good. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Let's clear the lines real fast. There we go. I'm sorry if we hung up on you there. We have to clear the lines. Let's get you qualified right now for the Super Summer Giveaway. Animal Radio Summer Giveaway for 2009 includes from Litter Robot, a Litter Robot from Bissell, the uh, Pet Vax, including the big one, the Steam Fist. I'll tell you, it's, it's huge over <laughs> there. It's being protected in the closet right now uh, by the Stunt Dog. From Disney and Pixar, all kinds of goodies from uh, Up and T-Force paraphernalia. All kinds of great stuff. You can get qualified five times a day. You can do it yourself at the website at AnimalRadio.com, or I'll get you qualified right now at 1-866-405-8405. That's all we have time for today. Remember, everything you've heard on today, everything at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, you can get in touch with us all week long at 1-866-405-8405. Or email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya. Have a great week. This is Animal Radio Network.